0: everybody happy saturday night it is nimble with numbers scott simpson here and i am honored to have my man kevin tompkins on the dfs money shot welcome my friend thank you for joining me tonight
1: scott my pleasure it's uh great to get to shoot the shit with you and uh let's do some dfs i'm ready for uh to throw out some doc takes Uh, i've been touting them all week so ready to put them out uh, into the ether
0: I can't wait. So before we jump into the show, uh, can we just I have your information pulled up here a little bit. Can we get a little bit about you? Where can people find you? Uh, Where is your work showcased here on the tweeters?
1: Uh, my work is showcased, you can see it right on the shirt here, uh, fightingchancefantasy.com uh, A lot of great writers, a lot of new writers that are putting out some great stuff here um, So myself also and uh, Scott Fishbowl 9 winner Gary Haddow We do a podcast every uh, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, based in, basically just um, talking about the week ahead And we're also doing a Sunday morning show called Fighting Chance Kickoff um, Just doing inactives, answering start-sick questions So um doing a couple articles uh, on fighting chance Fantasy each week. So you can find it all on there. And then my Twitter at k. Tompkins, II.
0: love it. Thank you, sir. Uh, you know, I'm a subscriber to both you, your podcast, all the work that you do i really appreciate all of our interactions all the content that's being put out by you and the folks at fighting chance so glad that you can come on you know you're super flexible i had uh michael hoff come on you were supposed to come on week four and then anthony servino challenged me because i beat michael hoff and you know the, the FF off was uh you know under attack and so then michael you know he he beat you know i, I beat michael then anthony beat me and then last week i re-ran it i beat them both uh and so awesome. I'm just glad that gauntlet's done. Thank you for your flexibility. I'm so glad that you were here. Let's talk about how this show works for folks who are new. Uh, I challenge normally one person uh, in the fantasy football DFS realm to a game of head-to-head combat in the DraftKings arena. So what I've done here, this is uh, a page that I created. This is the DFS Money Shot kind of home template here. And what we're gonna do today is, uh, Kevin and myself, we're gonna go through our lineup, reveal pick by pick, player by player, starting with the quarterback, going down, running back, wide receiver, tight end, flex, and then the D. And as we go, we'll kind of give some rationale, some, some reasons why we picked our players. And then also at the end, we'll size up who we think has the advantage if it matters, Uh, but you definitely at times look at other guys teams and go, man, I wish I had that guy on my team in this matchup. So we'll do a little lusting after each other's uh, women, as you could say at the end of this, we'll keep it, we'll keep it clean though uh, for everybody. Uh, So let's start right away uh, at our quarterback position. I'm going to reveal and Kevin, I'll let you go first and share who you picked and what you were thinking here for the reveal. I got Matt Stafford for myself, Ryan, uh, sorry, Ryan Tannehill for myself, Matt Stafford for you. Uh, share your rationale, what you're thinking here.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Matt Stafford, you're looking at, um, you know, uh, 54 point over under uh, against two, two bad defenses, two top 10 pace, uh, paces by their offenses. So that game is a is an optimal environment for just high scoring, lots of passing. Um, Matt Stafford has been um, excellent ever since he's uh, gotten Kenny Galladay back. Um, their ADOTs have gone from, uh, I believe it's 9.3 uh, in week one up to a 13.3 a dot uh, average in week four. Uh, I obviously had their buy last week, but um, you know in this matchup, you know, it's just looking at, you know, Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, he's got Kenny Galladay, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Marvin Jones. Um, I think they're just going to be passing, passing, passing. We know how much of a question mark, especially with Adrian Peterson, now that he's going to be, you know, on the fence because of an illness. Um, you know, they've had DeAndre Swift. They also have Kerryon Johnson. We'll see what happens there. But I can I can absolutely see Matthew Stafford um you know just going off for 300 yards multiple touchdowns Jaguars have allowed um you know either of those instances in all their games so um you know I think it was pretty much a no-brainer for me to throw Stafford in my lineup
0: now I like it you have a 50-50 split of either getting the 300 or the touchdowns and so uh what happens if you get both I like it it is an upside play for sure you know and speaking of upside I went Ryan Tannehill because you know, he is, uh, we're, we're waiting, we've been waiting for the shoe to kind of drop for him and for him to kind of come back down to earth. But but he's been nothing but consistent over the last 10 games. You know, uh, the three, four touchdown performances are new uh, in general for him. Uh, but, man, he looked good last week. And, and he might not get three, but maybe he can get two. Uh, and, you know, I know how this game works. My guess is that you have a guy and I have a guy that are paired up with these with these QBs. And so, um, you know, the value that we have isn't just standalone most of the time. Uh, and particularly for for our quarterbacks priced at 5900 and 6300 uh, These are both value plays this week as well, uh, and I'm pretty sure that some of their receivers are are, are priced as values, uh, and they might shoot uh, in some of these games. So I like your pick. I, I like my pick as well. We're, we're pretty even so far. I don't think anybody's kind of jumping out in front. Do you have any thoughts on Tannehill?
1: I mean, it's pretty hard to ignore, you know, what he's done since he's been the starter in Tennessee. So, now he's got AJ Brown back. Um, you know, that offense with Johnny Smith and, you know, them just kind of piecing that together around those two guys. AJ Brown looked like um he hadn't left the field. He looked just back to his normal AJ Brown self against the Bills granted they were without TreDavious White, but um, you know, that's going to be a real shot in the arm for especially for Tannehill who's who's been great even in the first few games even without him. So, um, you know, like that pick, certainly Tannehill, that's, that's a guy that crossed my mind as well Uh when constructing my lineup.
0: Yeah, excellent. I think both these guys are going to do well. And, and for cash lineups, you know, they might not go off for the big GPP plays, but for cash, I think they do have that floor. The only concern I have with Stafford, and this is it, is, is Matt Patricia, and if he's going to run on first and second down a lot. I, hopefully he's looked at the film in the last couple games and, and seen that he, he can't win that way. Uh, and uh, and he needs to kind of pick up the pace. You have a, one of the best quarterbacks of the last decade as your quarterback, and he's not Drew Breesing it or Tom Bradying it or Philip Riversing it. He's not dead-arming it. He's got a cannon still. So, yeah, yeah I mean, one of these games, he's going to win somebody, the Millie Maker. Uh, this could be the week he goes off. I like that. Uh, let's jump down to our first RB, and let's see what we're going here. Oh, we got Alexander Mattson on my side from the Vikings up against David Montgomery. I'll start with this one. Uh, you know, we saw what Dalvin Cook uh, was to that offense in the first four weeks. We saw what happened last week when Dalvin Cook got hurt and Madison came in. They're not the same runner. They're, they're definitely different runners. Their, their styles are different, but, but Madison – uh, he's shown that when he gets the bulk of the carries, he can carry the load. He can be an RB1 in this offense. Now, they might not run as much this week. I know they run a lot. Atlanta gives up tons of passing yards, tons of rushing yards, and they give up the most touchdowns in the league. They've given you know, up 20 touchdowns so far through five. Gets four touchdowns a game to offenses so I I couldn't look the other way I had to put some of that value kind of it's it's a grasp for a little bit but I think he gets a a lot of carries Uh, what do you think about Madison this week
1: yeah i think he, he's my rb2 this week overall um mm. you know he's an absolute smash here um you, we know gary kubiak's game is just an absolute you know cheat code for running back so um you look at the falcons and they've all uh, allowed the third most points per drive uh mm. in the nfl uh four or five teams have scored 30 points on the falcons as well so um uh, madison is pretty much i'd say a lock for 20 touches um and you know pretty much sky's the limit for him he's Easily in the conversation of overall RB1 this week, Um, you know, a great matchup.
0: Well, another guy, though, who is in that conversation, at least top 10, is David Montgomery. And it's not necessarily on skill, but on volume. I mean, 90%, 95% I heard uh, of his team's fancy points from the running back position last week. I mean, that's dominant. There's Cordell Patterson's back there a little bit, but I think David Montgomery is going to get all of the touches. uh, And and that means goal line. That means uh, passing volume two. He got four or five targets last week. That's different. He's normally not the target guy. So I like that pick a lot. I think that 5,800, he's going to pop. Uh, and and I say that because, you know, I've got him too. So he he's in my lineup and I, I like him a lot. Talk about Montgomery and what you see in him this week. I think Kevin froze for a second. Hopefully he can come back and, uh, and be unfrozen. So... He put Miles Gaskin up against my David Montgomery pick. I think both of those picks are going to be high-volume plays uh, in this matchup. I think they're going to get a lot of their team's offensive uh, production. Uh, my man Bowman big time saying he loves Monty in cash this week. Uh, game script does kill Madison at times. Uh, Boone is a better player. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, Bo. But, uh, you know, I think there is opportunity here. Uh for, Bo <laughs> we'll called it North Dakota dial up. I think there's opportunity here for Alexander Madison to smash in this matchup. So, you know, I'm going to keep him in my lineup for now, but I do appreciate, you know, uh, Bo kind of giving the, uh, the other side, North North Dakota. Listen, I love North Dakota. I love all the States in the union. Uh, it's my favorite of the Dakotas. Let me just put it that way. Uh, so, you know, maybe maybe we can get him to phone, phone in his picks. Uh, if he comes back in the studio, I'll definitely jump him back in. Uh, right now, Mr. Bowman, big time is riding shotgun with me in the comments. So Bo, anything you want to jump in there with you can, I really do like his pick at miles Gaskin. You know, he's somebody who's seen a lot of volume so far this year. Uh, I have a tool that I use, my DraftKings tool, and in my tool, he is one of the most uh, valued running backs uh, this week. His price at fifty four hundred is just down. It's it's not very high. It's not gonna break the bank. That gives a lot of value uh, at the RB position. Uh, you know, his average points per game this year, uh, you know, has been surprising. You know, in, in uh, not seeing it coming, I don't think anybody kind of saw Gaskins doing this. You know, he's at thirteen. Point seven points per game. That's a lot of value there. I like that, uh, in in this play for him, I'm going to jump down and go to wide receivers. Ooh, he has priced up that value that he got, uh, in his running back. He used it in his wide receiver position. I went with Kenny Galladay at a $6,200 value, a a depressed Kenny Galladay in price for sure. Um, but, as you can see, he spent up with Devonta Adams. And, you know, I think one of the main things that we're looking at with, with Devonta Adams is his value uh, is to that offense is outstanding. We saw it last week with Tanya when he came in and he was running the show. You know, he really, um, really just took over the wide receiver one position. You're know, having three touchdowns. It was outstanding work for him. I think that doesn't happen again, of course, with Devonta Adams. I know the Bucs are tough against – wide receivers I know so far that they have uh, you know held some of the wide receivers they've been with to uh you know relatively minor explosions they're not giving up a lot of touchdowns but you know I do think that's a great pick for Adams uh I I love that he is uh his art is a wide receiver one that's definitely gonna be somebody who I'm going to be fearing also playing I have him in several leagues um my man Kevin got booted off see if he can get jumped back in See what we can do here. Waiting for him to come back into the show. Hopefully he's around the corner. Just reaching out to him, letting him know where he's at. I know. We need Kev. Kev's, Kev's the glue holding us all together. I'm not sure what happened there. He did just jump out and, uh, and and got cut off. And next thing you know, he was out of there trying to get him back in. Might have to pause the show. I've never had to pause the show before. Oh, there he is. He's coming back in. Woo! Yes! All right. Sorry, brother. You froze and then we're a ghost. So, I'm so sorry <laughs> you're back.
1: It's all good. Yeah, we're, we're... Yeah, not sure what happened, but we're here. <laughs> awesome. So, let's talk about uh, I, I didn't get to Gaskins.
0: I talked why I didn't let you get to Gaskins. I talked a little bit about him and his value of 5,400. I, I, I thought that maybe there was going to be somebody that you were going to be angling for in the wide receiver that was big. So then I pulled it down. Devonta Adams, talk about that Gaskin play that allowed you to kind of put Adams in there at your wide receiver one.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at Miles Gaskin, and, you know, he had his best game of the season against what everybody thought was going to be the toughest matchup. He turned 21 touches into 20 fantasy points uh, last week. Um, so you got to figure in a matchup like this where they're going to be playing the Jets. that are favored by more than a touchdown, um, a very small, you know, considering the, the slate, a small over under. Um, I can't imagine that passing game, even as good as Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick has done, uh, getting hyper involved in that. And I think they're going to be relying on a lot of uh, uh, Gaskin and maybe, you know, mixing in a little bit of Brita, But I don't think Breida is going to get as much involved. They were blowing out the 49ers and. Um, had to figure, you know, he hasn't gotten any more than I think those nine touches all year. I think he had eight before that, but that was about it. He hasn't been involved that much. So I think Gaskins is as close to a lock as 20 touches as you'll find, too, especially at that price tag. Um, yeah. I think it's a really, really good value there.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I was just sharing it. Fifty four hundred that really allowed you to do anything you wanted with your next pick, which I really loved, uh, And I, I have Devonta Adams in my big money league. And so I'm glad he's coming back. I talked about how last week, you know, Tanyan was that wide receiver one that we all, you know, no Devonta Adams can be. And so there's so much opportunity and volume in that Aaron Rodgers offense. Uh, I, you talked earlier about maybe Madison being an RB one. I, I feel like Devonta Adams this week is going to be the wide receiver one. You do pay up for studs. and I think he's a good stud to pay up for. What do you think about his production this week coming back off the injury?
1: I mean, Devontae Adams is matchup proof. I mean, as as decent as Carlton Davis has been, he's still given up you know yards. He gave up ten ten catches and ninety yards to Allen Robinson last week. Um, yeah. So Rodgers on an absolute tear right now to start the season. Now that he has his num- the number one target back. I mean. It's it's him or nothing it really. I mean, yeah, you have Tanya, but as far as your wide receivers, you're really throwing up shots to, to MVS, and then seeing what you can get out of th- those other guys. So Devonte Adams is going to be, you know, he'll probably have 10 targets by halftime. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I I consider this game probably their toughest test. I think they will be, um, you know, uh, Brady and Rogers slinging it out. I think it's going to be a great late game. It's a national audience. Um, I think it's going to be very close. I don't think they're going to be blowing anybody away. Um, So I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity for Adams to, uh, you know, get just as many points, as many catches as he can, I, like you know, even though the price tag is, you know, one of the highest among the wide receivers, like you said, got to pay up for those studs. And uh, he's definitely the guy to do it now that, you know, he's back and healthy. They gave him the bye week too, um, as well as those other couple of weeks to, to get right and get healthy.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think what you're going to see is back to Devonta Adams. I mean, that that's what he is and who he does and all, all the good things about him. You know, I watched his playoff matchup uh, last year in the divisional round and, uh, you know, the touchdowns he was catching, he, the space he was creating. People do not want to see him on the football field. He is physical. He is strong. Uh, I I love him. Uh, So I think it's a great play. Uh, Bo is is saying so far he has a score, 163. I'm not sure if he's crapping on my team, but I'm pretty sure he is. That's the kind of guy Bo is. You know, what can I say? He's my my favorite employee. Uh, I went with Kenny Galladay here, and, uh, you know, Talking about what you said, he's got to throw some of those touchdowns this week. If he, if Matt Stafford does go off, Kenny Galladay is the prime suspect. Uh, his value also is off the charts this week. Uh, price down at sixty two hundred. You know, for tournaments, sure he'll be chalky, but for this, I think it's a good play. Uh, we'll see if you if you put him in your lineup. Oh, holy moly! There you go. You got him as well. Talk about what you see in Galladay this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, like we talked about with Stafford, the eight outs gone up, you know, he's got touchdowns in you know, the two games that he's played this year, he's only gotten seven and eight targets. And I think that number shoots up into the double digits this week. Um, you know, we talked about Stafford and how I think he's going to be passing a lot more, um, than running the ball and hopefully, you know, Patricia, uh, just let Stafford kind of sling the ball out there. So, you know, Kenny Galladay, um, one of the best deep ball receivers in the NFL, going up against either uh, Sidney Jones or a seventh-round rookie, uh, Chris, mm. Chris Claybrook Brooks. So, um, yeah, I think there's there's no matchup right now in that game that I like more than Galladay versus either of those two. I mean, Sidney Jones has been playing pretty well this year, considering he's um, you know since he's left Philadelphia. But I don't think it's he's any match for uh, Galladay's size and talent.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think both of those offenses are better than their defenses. Yeah. And you like that. You like when you have two offenses that have edges over the defense. I think this game and, and Vegas thinks so too. It's not a game that's in the bottom half, you know. So we'll we'll see how it goes this week. I, I like that play a lot. You know, and, and I went with Jamison Crowder. Uh you know, I, I, I don't love Jamison Crowder. I, I hate the Jets. Um, but I do think that, that the Jets get blown out and you know, when you're getting blown out, you gotta throw the ball. And you got to throw the ball n- normally quickly and not deep if you don't have time because your defense or your, sorry, your offense is not that great. And so, you know, Jameson Crowder has been effective in the three games he's been in. He's been targeted double digits twice. You know, he's gotten over 100 yards uh, three times. So uh, I like Crowder this week, even not getting a touchdown. Just on We're in a PPR. We're not playing FanDuel, thank God. You know, so mm-hmm. we're getting that full PPR. And so uh, I like Crowder. Hopefully he can get me max value you know maybe three times the value here at 18 19 points and, and just keep me competitive uh because you got two studs that that you're definitely rolling out uh for the wide receivers let's jump down to our third wide receiver uh oh i like your pick i have paired up aj brown with ryan tannehill just too cheap not to for me this week with the 5600 price tag that just i i mean oh man i i i got so excited about that Uh, Corey Davis, he's still on the COVID list. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure if he got removed in the last three or four hours when I've been not on Twitter. Um, So I just think the funneling of the passes and the volume in this game is going to go to A.J. Brown and Johnny Smith as well. So uh, hopefully A.J. Brown hits. Uh, You have LaVisca Chenault Jr. Uh, I love him. He is uh, a rock star of the rookies. Uh, Him and Ceedee Lamb are two of the best. Talk to me about Chenault. What do you see in him this week?
1: Well, it was really a uh, um, uh, my thought between him and him and Chark, and I I'm not sure if Chark's gonna play. So uh, even you know Ch- Ch- Chanel's also you know on the injured list too. So he's questionable, but I think he's gonna yep. he's trending upward more than Chark is as far as his availability. Um, so you know, like we've seen. Four, four, six, six, eight. Those are his targets the last five weeks. Um, he's been a top 36 wide receiver in three of those five games. Um, the Lions have allowed the ninth most fantasy points per game to receivers. Um, you know, and the Jaguars have thrown the ball uh 40 plus times in the last four games. So mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be plenty of work for him. Yeah, um, I will say that Minshew does tend to spread the ball around a little bit more, but Chanel's talent and his progression is 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 too you can't ignore it. It gets to a point where he's just a screaming value, and mm-hmm. if he keeps on this um, ascension, we're going to see that true breakout, and, and it could happen in the most, uh, you know, to me, most optimal environment for fantasy scoring in this game.
0: Mm. No, I like that a lot. I mean, at his value too, you know, at fifty two hundred, if he catches a touchdown, maybe goes for six and eighty. I mean, we're talking twenty points. You know, he could he could four max out. His value right there and be a great play. So uh, I like that. At the at the strong group so far, Bo has you well ahead. Uh, Bo, uh, he's ahead, but I don't think he's well ahead. Let's just, you know, Bo, Bo has an axe to grind because I called him out in the hammock this week. You know, a, a man trying to relax during his his, his <laughs> wellness break in the hammock, getting harangued by his employer employee. I'm sorry, I'm the employer, getting harangued talking mad mad shit against me so you know i, get, I challenged him and you into a little you know a little ten dollar little triple up uh, you know we'll see how that one goes my lineup's a little different in that one uh just to throw bo off but you know uh we'll see he, he's good people for for now um so uh let's roll down to the tight end position and see what we're doing here Irv Smith Jr. I got a Smith too. Mine is a Janu. Let's talk about the value you have just positioned yourself. I think you've got like 20,000 points left. I'm scared of both of your picks uh, coming up. Talk about Irv Smith this week. Not somebody who uh, uh, leading up to the last week had done anything. Uh, And the last week he kind of broke out giving us a little bit more potential. Talk about him.
1: Yeah, so I mean you're looking at the two uh Minnesota tight ends and Kyle Rudolph is thirty I think we believe he's thirty seven hundred, um, and Irv is min right now. So uh you look at the Falcons who just are absolutely, you know, awful against the tight end position. I'm really betting on Irv Smith um building off what he did last week. Um Falcons have allowed the most tight end uh points in fantasy. Um they've you know, giving up 33 targets, which is the second most in the NFL, uh, but also their PPR points per target, um, 2.72, which is the second most in the league, um, and seven touchdowns in the tight end position. Um, I just I'm going on the upside. I'm going on the, you know, just the notion that I think Herb Smith is going to be a lot more involved in this offense versus Kyle Rudolph, who we've known for the last couple of years is really just hope he falls into the end zone. Um, you know, and you're good with that. Herb Smith offers way more to the table than that. And at 2,500, I mean, if, you're going to just put a cheap tight end there. I think he has just absolutely massive upside for that price. And I think he can, um, you know, at least he's involved. He's not just a guy that's going to get, you know, one target. I'm just basing that off of last week, him getting more involved. I don't think they just forget about him. I think he's going to be plenty involved in this matchup too, which is two offenses that are, I would say, well above the defenses. Um, You know, we could be seeing, you know, shootout potential there too.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And one thing is we I mentioned earlier those 20 touchdowns that Atlanta's giving up. I mean, it, it might come down to who gets the touchdowns in this game, if it goes to Irv Smith Jr. or if it goes to Madison for me. You know, it's one of those tipping points in this matchup that will be kind of glued to in the red zone, green zone, whatever it is, who's getting those touchdowns. So uh, I think it's a great play. Uh, I, I went with Jonu Smith you know, primarily also to double stack because I like double stacks. Uh, that's my name on my Fantasy Millionaire show. I'm, I'm Stacks. My friend Mike is Cash. You know this year, I've been cash using stacks. So you know it's it's it, that's my kind of goal here. It is a little bit more of a risky play. Uh, you know, I, I went upside in this matchup. I rode them last week to a come from behind victory in my home league. I have both uh, uh, John Newsmith and uh, you know AJ Brown. So it is a double team stack. They might take away from each other in this game. I might be shooting myself in the foot. Not the best strategy. But, you know, I'm going upside. I'm definitely going upside uh, in this. Let's look at our uh, flexes, and I'm scared to death of yours. So, um, oh, man, let's just see who it is here. Derrick Henry. Oh, that is exactly who I thought it was. So scary. Talk about Derrick Henry this week. He might be the RB1. You talked about Madison earlier. That guy actually might be the RB1 this week.
1: Yeah, we haven't seen Derrick Henry really just go off. And I think in this matchup, um, more than any of them, I think he's got the potential to do just that. We've seen Houston uh, give up, three, you know, three running back, three running backs who've topped the 100 uh, yard mark, Connor and Clyde edwards Um, They've entered, they've allowed the most fantasy points on the ground to running backs. Um, you know, we know the Titans are run heavy. So if if Tennessee can get out to a lead, I think Derrick Henry just has the absolute you know smash ability to just you know run away with this game and have one of those quintessential Derrick Henry weeks where you know multiple touchdowns, Mm -hmm. 150 yards on the ground. So um, that's a guy I absolutely want to buy. I mean the Titans are. Um, you know, that's a team that, you know, for all off season, I've been pretty down on them just because I hadn't believed in the efficiency and if they could keep that up. And that includes Tannehill, AJ Brown and those guys. But I mean, after, after all this time and they're, they're looking fantastic, it, it can't ignore it anymore. Just got to go with it. So Derek Henry, um, absolute smash there, uh, against the Texans team that, you know, doesn't know, uh, defense from a hole in the ground.
0: Yeah. And so I love that play. And it was what I was afraid of because that makes another hinge matchup here. We're both targeting the same offense, it's just different parts of the offense. So I'm going to be hoping Tannehill throws all the touchdowns, and you're going to be hoping that Derrick Henry gets all those goal line carries. Uh, Either way, it's going to make for a really fun matchup. I ran it back with Brandon Cooks in that game because I do think this game shoots out a little bit. Uh, And uh i think that brandon cooks from last week he's not going to get 30 points again but i do think he is back in the offense and i do like you know what they're doing with him and so i think he has a chance to at least get 15 16 points keep me in it um so far bo Bo is puking all over my team (laughs) saying it's a bloodbath you know i love it bo um bo is the only um employee that i have so you know, I, I, he hasn't formed a union yet, but it sounds like he might start one soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a puking points chaser in Bo's mind. I, I appreciate that. Let's let's see real quick where we're at with the defenses, so that Bo can puke up the rest of whatever he had for dinner, uh, and then we're gonna finish this off. Uh, oh, oh, so now Bo can puke on us both because we we both went with the same D. Uh, we went the Dolphins at 2900. Talk about the Dolphins this week and and how and why you're targeting them.
1: Yeah. So I went with just the running back defense correlation there with Gaskin and Dalton, Dol- the Dolphins D I think, you know, uh, the Dolphins are going up against look at that, that offense. They got Joe Flacco's an absolute statue and the Dolphins have been one of the highest pressure rate uh, teams in football, you know, the you know, Brian Flores, say what you want about the Dolphins and maybe they're a little bit bereft of talent, but you know, he, he's coaching them up really well. And that defense has, you know, been way better than advertised. So against the Jets team that, you know, like I said, Joe Flacco's a statue. They they're they're trotting out uh random guys off the street like Jeff Smith and you know, whoever else you want to throw out there, Braxton Berrios, who I'm pretty much convinced is a certified public accountant. Um mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Dolphins' defense, I'm all over that, and I think Gaskin's a great correlation and one of the best value conscience, uh, conscious correlations as well.
0: Yeah. No, I like it, and and I had to you – know, even though I have Jameson Crowder, I really do think the Dolphins' defense is one of the best value plays. Defenses are terrible on DraftKings. They really don't get a lot of points, and so you're really just hoping not to hemorrhage too many of those points. You know, stay in the eight, nine, seven range. You know, if you're if you're down in that range, you know, I feel a little bit better. Um, no, I love this. So you know, I'm gonna say I do think you have the bit of the edge. I'm not gonna deny both some of his truth. You know, I want to be able to speak his truth. Uh, I do. What I really like is you have some uh, big play staples with with Devonte adams and derrick henry guys who are the key cog in their offense and they have a really a long history of performing well uh, in matchups where they're featured they're going to be featured this week so uh i like that i'm going to give you the edge uh, right now you know both says it's like a million to five or whatever it is uh, you know <laughs> I, i'm going to give you a, a plus eight you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you're, you're minus eight. I'm at plus eight right now for we're value betting, Bo. You want to take the under in this matchup, Bo, on my team? You can. I'll come out with that line later tonight. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, Kevin. Sorry for the, the snafu in the middle. Bo blamed it on North Dakota. You know what? I, I like North Dakota. I said it was my favorite Dakota. So, you know, that, that's how I feel. And, uh, you know uh, if you want to come jump on our show later and talk some smack to Bo we will be back on for fast hard finish uh in the wee hours I don't know how late you stay up on Saturday night but Bo keeps me up pretty late so uh you're, you're always welcome on there uh, let people know real quick where they can find you again before we wrap this guy up
1: yeah I'm a night owl so I'll, I have no problem hopping on and uh talking some smack to both of you again right. especially right. Bo who's uh just lurking in the chat here but um uh, <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't have a hammock here i mean it's already snowed here uh actually it was snowed this morning and on friday morning um not just enough to cover the ground but um it's kind of bullshit not gonna lie but uh fighting chance fantasy.com you can find me uh and uh, a lot of great writers um on there as well like i said i do a podcast with gary Haddow. um Called Fighting Chance Live Also we do Sunday mornings Fighting Chance Kickoff Where mm-hmm. we answer start sick questions uh, Do start sits and sleepers every Friday um, On Fighting Chance Fantasy As well as my rankings So lots of stuff coming out Follow me on Twitter at II. And uh, yeah
0: I love it. I got to tell you, Kevin is one of my favorite follows. Uh, besides being funny, you know, he puts up with me and Bo, both of us. And so that just shows you what a good guy he is. Uh, you can find me at NimbleWNumbers on Twitter or NimbleWNumbers.com. You can find my man Bo there as well for Bo knows DFS. His work, oh, man, it's eclipsed mine. Uh, I, I look at the numbers of the of the stats behind there. I, I was winning. I was winning. Wide receiver two theory, my my DFS work was winning, and then Bo, he crushed me. Uh, his, his work is in the 1500s now, and, and I, he's leaving me behind the last couple of weeks. So you know what, Bo? I, I love you, man. You can find Bo at Bo underscore my big time on Twitter. You can find him at nimblewnumbers.com. Find him at hotboxbatch.com to buy your hot sauce. That shit is hot. I love yeah, it. it. It's my favorite shit. I don't eat any of the other stuff we had. For coming in hot now that stuff's garbage just have gone Bose, i'm still messing with that it's the best uh and then you can find me at the fancy dot com as well where i do my fancy show every monday night 9 30 but when i have a show coming up at 11 11 30 i don't know what time fast hard finish and then tomorrow i do the millie maker pod around 11 11 30. so i'm all over the place my wife loves me uh so much she wants me to be away from her i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding she 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 hates that i'm on all the time i love it this is my favorite place so thank you kevin so much and uh may the best man win which will probably be you so thanks for joining us everybody thank you kevin i appreciate it sir
1: thank you for having me appreciate it man it was great all right
0: see you guys next time on the dfs money shot